0: I'm Laura McDougall and welcome to Planet Pipe. For this show we are joined by a very interesting person. She is Archie J and uh, she's also known as the Snake Charmer. She is India's first female piper and we'll be chatting to her about that later on in the show. Starting off this week is the legend that is Fred Morrison from his millennial album The Sound of the Sun. And it's two reels played the way only Fred can play them, Duntroon and Sandy Cameron's. Glasgow Raised But With Hebridean Blood. That was Fred Morrison on real pipes from his album The Sound of the Sun. Make sure you catch up with Fred on tour if he's nearby. He's currently got dates in Scotland in early May. On the 10th he's in Edinburgh. He moves to Greenock on the 12th and then up to Inverness on the 13th. More info on his website, fredmorrison.com. Now, another track with a bit of a Fred influence, but this time it's from the band The Old Blind Dogs. They're currently gearing up for their 25th anniversary gear. There's a lot you can do to help them celebrate this milestone, so stay tuned to find out. But first, here's the track. It starts off with one of Fred Morrison's most loved tunes, The Aired Ranters. Popular Old Blind Dogs and that was their piper at the time Rory Campbell's debut album with the band. He went on to record another four studios and one live album with the band before passing over to their current piper Ali Hutton. The band are currently well on their way to recording an album to celebrate their 25th anniversary. It's titled A Room With A View, but they still need a little bit more help through crowdfunding. They are set up on pledgemusic.com where you can pre-order the album or take them up on the many other goodies available to support them and the album. The direct link to take you there is www.pledgemusic.com forward slash projects forward slash dogs now onto to solo piping, the first of the major solo piping championships took place on the 4th of March where the venue was the College of Piping and the competition was the Eust and Barra. The winner was Callum Beaumont who defended his title from last year and let's hear a track from him now. It's not the most up to date track so hopefully he won't mind us playing it. It's from Monarch Recordings recording The Young Ones released in 2005. It features Alan Tully, Andrew Carlisle and also Callum beaumont and although it's 12 years old shows that even then these guys were at the very top of their game so here's callum beaumont with a march to spay and real the crags of sterling macbeth Straspey, and lieutenant colonel dgs murray Lieutenant Colonel D.G.S. Murray from a 2005 recording of this year's Houston Barra winner Callum Beaumont. He finished off with a classic tune from the pen of Lieutenant J. Allen and we're not done with that tune just yet. Let's hear it in a different context and then again with some creative variations. It's from the Sky Piper Angus Nicholson and his trio and it's from their debut album The Lasses That Baffle Us. 4-4 March, slow air and rounded off real versions of the tune Lieutenant Colonel DGS Murray from Angus Nicholson and his trio. It works really well, I think, doesn't it? Now, on to our featured guest, Archie Jay, who's also known as the Snake Charmer. She's become a worldwide hit with her trademark image and style of music. She's unique because she's the first performing artist bagpiper to come out of India. So, I began by asking her when it was that she first heard the backpipes.
1: I heard backpipes on YouTube, actually. (laughs) Uh, No, actually, if you're you're asking the first time, um, it was in one of the army parades. So, we have what is called, like, a a Republic Day every year in India. It's quite a big celebration here. So, I saw, like, probably an army band parading on the Republic Day with, you know, with backpipes. Mm -hmm. And it quite interested me then, but... um, not enough to pull me really into wanting to learn and playing it that. so yeah that that's when i my first
0: can you remember exactly what it was that you heard on youtube
1: the the one i'm talking about the youtube one is completely different that that's what happened um, that's what i heard on 2000 in 2012 actually so um i, I was a, i was working with a band i used to be a vocalist before this and one when that band disbanded you know that's when i came across um on a on youtube i came across this uh, swiss Folk band you know folk metal band mm-hmm. and they happen to have uh, bagpipes back backpipes in their band and I think that was the first time ever I saw backpipes in that sort of an outfit completely blew me away and I you know to so much so that that I was really really interested to know more about what this instrument is like and
0: you you learned Scottish bagpipes that is that is the main style that you play was that a conscious decision
1: Um, No, (laughs) because, you know, when I first got into, um, uh, you know, learning about what backpipes are, because, you know, in our country, in India, backpipes are not like the most popular instrument. Probably they don't don't even come under the list of instruments people know that exist here. (laughs) So, in fact, there's a whiskey brand by the name of Backpiper. So every time I tell them I play backpipes, they say, oh, you play backpiper. So A lot of people don't even know that it's called backpipes, not backpipes so uh, yeah so hence I I really did not know much about it the instrument itself you know I haven't been grown in an environment uh, probably such as any of um, you know any of the people in Scotland or UK who know what bagpipes are what they look like etc so I knew what they look like Sound like, but then I did not know that there are so many different types of backpipes that exist and not just the Great Highlands uh, backpipes. So when I was looking up, uh, you know, on the Internet on how to find backpipes, I mean, I mean, how to learn backpipes and what they're about, that's when I discovered that, OK, there is a Scottish style of playing backpipes. There's a Spanish style, you know, called Gaita. There's a backpipe like that. So um, it wasn't really intentional, but the only way I could learn backpipes here was to try to teach them on my own with the help of a book. And that book was a College of Piping mm-hmm. book. So they had the great Highland backpiper style, you know, the techniques. Yeah. It was based on the GHB fingering styles. So that's how I started my direction. That's the direction I took, and so it was not like really planned or intentional, nothing, but I, that was the only resort I could find to teach myself backpipes. That was the only book I found at that time, so well, well, that's the way I learned.
0: Well done. You've You've done a fantastic job. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about um, growing up uh, and and where exactly it is in India you're from and the struggles of of learning bagpipes, him Oh,
1: uh, you, you'll need more time than a radio interview for that. Yeah. But <laughs> I'll try to conceal it. <laughs> I'll, I'll try to conceal that do, as do short best. as I can. But yeah. Uh, Yes, so uh, I've I've been raised in India uh, at a lot of places in India. My dad was in the Air Force probably, which is why I could, you know, I I heard, you know, that's how I heard backpipes in the army outfit and stuff like that. So um, growing up was very into music all the time because my mom was into singing. So she got my first uh, steps into the world of music. She kind of train me the informal way into singing. So I always thought that when I grew up, I'm going to be on stage holding a mic and singing. You know, that's what I'd be doing with my mouth, not really using it to blow a bag of bagpipes (laughs) and playing it. To the audience, not even in my wildest dreams had I even pictured playing an instrument. Because when I was a kid, I tried to learn a a piano, like a keyboard. And um, soon after I left that, it probably did not interest me a lot. Two times in my life, I was gifted an acoustic guitar because that's the most popular instrument here, you know, the guitar. And and that's the cool image, you know, a person or a girl, like a man or a girl holding a guitar and stuff. So, uh, but I could never learn the guitar either cause I found it too difficult, you know, or just didn't interest me enough to put me through that struggle of, you know, denting my fingers all that all the time. Yeah. So, uh, well then, then this happened and I heard backpipes, uh, being played when I watched uh, this band on YouTube called L-Y-T and, and uh, that, that was a complete game changer and, uh, I. That's where the real struggle started, and probably I learned about myself as a person a lot. That how far I can push myself to do something completely un. Unex- uh, you know unknown Mm -hmm. so I I sat on the internet and I think it was a you know research of about quite a few months actually uh because I was just so so pulled by the sound of the backpipes I really don't know as an Indian it has no connection no cords anywhere none of my parents are Scottish or English I have no English blood in me I didn't know how this happened but then I was so attracted towards it I searched on the internet a lot and then I got to know that you know then I uh, there was an image where they said that hey these are drones these are this is a chanter this is a bag and all of that stuff sounded so alien to me I was like oh my god I need help and then um, I would just all day I would just see random websites related to backpipes and I got to know about few um you know very famous backpipers wow. and really randomly I started Sent uh, about a, quite a few of them emails about twenty odd backpipers. I sent email random, you know, just introducing myself. Hey, I'm Archie. I'm from India. I really want to learn backpipes, and I don't know what I wrote. Just basically seeking any sort of help, advice on how I can get started with this. Obviously, uh, that email might have not come across really nice. So a lot of pipers ignored it. Uh, and now I'm f- friends with a few of them. And, uh, you know, it was it's a funny word of exchange that they said, hey, Archie, remember when you yeah, emailed me, you know, a few years back? I was like, yeah, yeah, right. And you never replied. And he's like, I'm so sorry. I thought you just a, uh, you know, pretty Asian girl trying to, uh, you know, trying to message me for a visa. And I am like, what? <laughs> <laughs> So... <laughs> That's 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 how I was sidelined <laughs> earlier. But then thankfully, uh, yes, yeah, so I probably came across as those, you know, suspicious women yeah. trying to just attack uh, foreigner men for a visa. Well, <laughs> but if you were very really,
0: well-researched. One. <laughs>
1: exactly, really. So, uh, yeah, that's quite pro-level if I had to yeah. really get into it. But no. So uh, thankfully, one person from the U.S. Uh, called Mr. Sean Folsom. Mm-hmm. He replied, he's a backpack historian, backpack player he has a huge collection of backpipes and he replied to me with an equally long email as mine (laughs) explaining everything a lot lot of things about backpipes and how it is and that's how I started talking and understanding man this is way more complex than I actually thought it's not something like you pick up the instrument and just fill in the air and it just starts playing it's way different than that he explained to me hey you know you just don't start a back, because I was looking on eBay and stuff and I was like, wow, this is really cheap. It's just five thousand rupees, probably um, how do I put it about eighty pounds for right. a backpipe? <laughs> Which is what I re- later uh understood that hey, those are all crap, you never go yeah. for such bagpipes. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> so,
1: you know, and then I really understood the cost of buying a backpipe was yeah. way, way steep in that. Yeah. So um so Mr. Sean he he gave me my initial uh, guidance, advice, everything. Uh, he told me that hey, you have to get a practice chanter first. You you know, at least train yourself uh, on this for six months to a year. And uh, I think back then the Skype thing wasn't so popular mm-hmm. uh, and he never had Skype, so I never could get any one-to-one lessons from him. It was all email, text, 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 you know. Mm-hmm. And then he, he told me that he checked this book out. It's called College of Piping and see if you can uh, help yourself with that. Anyway, so, uh, yes friend did that for me and thankfully I knew how to read uh, music a little bit Mm -hmm. because the fact that I was a vocalist and I learned some uh, reading and writing so with the help of that little knowledge I tried to put pieces together and try to understand I played and there were like these short short videos that came with the book you know and because it was obviously a, a downloaded version they did not have videos all throughout so i somehow find found somebody teaching bits of bits and pieces of that on youtube yeah. so it was just a mixture of the small videos and you know all the text and music theory and I learned it um, with a practice chanter. And I got—I asked my brother. He lives in Canada, so when he came here to visit us, I asked him, "Please, please bring this practice chanter." He's like, "What is this? What are you even doing with it?" Like, don't ask questions. Just get it, please. So he got me my first chanter, and then I practiced. And um, it, that. <laughs> You know, I used to cry at times because I was just not able to figure out. And then people used to look at me like, I remember going to Canada once to visit my brother. This is quite later once, uh, you know, uh, my basics were set. And I was practicing the practice chanter, the acoustic one. And sometimes it it would make such horrible sounds. And they'd all be like, you know, what are you even playing? (laughs) So, you know, to really get up from that level and make sure that I you know really put in hours and hours in this yeah that that was a struggle because the biggest struggle i had was not really having a teacher to tell me if i'm what i'm doing is right or wrong you know i just had to make that out by my probably the musical sense i had with my prior musical um you know knowledge or whatever
0: But well, it's it's very rarely you come across success stories that have learned um, by teaching themselves or online but i guess that is all changing these days what well, with with skype there's really? so much stuff going on youtube now
1: yes I, I actually wish that even if i had got like skype lessons it would have probably made a little <laughs> the stuff a little easier because you mm. know you can show to one that hey this is where my fingers are this is what i'm playing but it was just really really looking on a, a video and and I would pause it and i try to see, oh, here's what he is doing, you know, because some techniques like doublings, you know, um, I did not get it as for as long as, you know, a year I wasn't playing it the right way. And then, <clears throat> where I, then finally I had to pause these videos again and again and see because the fingers you can't really uh, if you're watching a video of a Piper playing uh, and he's uh, making a doubling, uh, you know, he's doing a doubling exercise. The two fingers, it's not very evident of them moving away from the chanter holes, right? So all of that was really, really a struggle. And some days I'd play something and then the other day I would really play that really badly. And I used to, you know, think, you know, I I can't do it. But then I'll make these uh, fancy dreams for myself. Hey, you know, what if you make it? What if you do it? You probably might be the only one doing this at this part of the world and you know so all those motivation and those uh you know unreal dreams of mine i mean you know just just to motivate me and cook these things up in my head that hey if you do this this is what will happen so i think i started working for those rewards and i started teaching myself because later on i took it as a challenge that you know this is what i'm doing some what i'm doing is probably a little crazy you know um from this part of the world, learning without a teacher, probably one of the toughest instruments in the world. So now, since I'm halfway through, I'm going to give it another 30% of mine and then make sure I get through it. Good. So,
0: well, it's an interesting thing. I've spoken to a few um, pipers throughout the world, even some people in Australia, some people in America, yeah. Canada, that, that you, you know, yeah. in times before the internet, they actually found that learning on their own was a benefit in terms of creativity because they weren't they weren't told how to play pipes as it were they weren't told how to write music how to how to interpret the music they were giving given you and your background growing up in in india do you think that your Mm -hmm. own indian music and the music that surrounds you has influenced your playing of the the scottish bagpipes and the music that you create
1: Actually, not so much, because uh, Indian music is uh, a lot different. Um, And uh, I I only started getting experimental with mixing a little bit of Indian tune into what I'm doing with uh, when I released the ACDC Thunderstruck uh, video with, uh, you know, adding dubstep to it and making it completely different. Uh, When I started off playing bagpipes, I wanted to go all throughout you know the Scottish way I wanted to bring that part here and I wanted to play Scottish music etc but you're actually absolutely right I feel that personally as well that probably because it's probably because that I never had a teacher I wasn't ever stuck to a routine or a certain uh, pattern that this is how you're supposed to play and you cannot do this you cannot do that that because I had nobody telling me what I can't do I think I just went and tried everything that I could do. So the sort of uh, backpipes I play um, now, now the set that I got, you know, initially when I was playing on a, on the proper chanter, it it was the same mixolydian scale with those notes, you know, that everybody has on the usual uh, backpipes. And um, but the the one that I have right now, the semi you know electronic backpipe set, so it, it gives me a lot of uh, room to ex experiment with different styles of fingering as well as different types of music so uh, I, I i did try to blend in a lot of indian music too um you know now i'm trying to do that and uh, a few upcoming releases of mine will have actual bollywood remakes okay. on backpikes yeah I, I that's one of my biggest experiments that's definitely
0: going to be a first i can't wait to hear that
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. So a very famous um, old uh, Hindi uh, Bollywood song. I'm trying to remake that that, uh, and play it on backpipes. Probably would be one of the first Bollywood songs to be played on a backpipe as well. So, yes, I'm trying to slowly blend who I am, where I'm from into what. I do, you know, but again, I'm trying to also keep a very modern perspective of bagpipes, you know, Uh, because it's it's not my agenda or anything, but I just want people like general people who like guitar, who like piano, you know, Mm -hmm. to like bagpipes because I love it. It's such a fantastic instrument. I just feel that. Maybe uh, it's not been explored in all, in every type of music, probably. And, you know, with the sound of backpipes and with the sort of uh, commanding sound that the backpipes have, it could actually go well with so many types of music if only uh, someone wanted to experiment with it great
0: well archie thank you so much for taking the time to speak to me we're going to play out with that track we were speaking about it's your your take on thunderstruck so once again thank you very much and best wishes for the future
1: thank you so much thank you for talking to me
0: The Snake Charmer's take on Thunderstruck, which set the internet ablaze. And thanks again to Archie J for the chat. Another artist who's coming up with a new recording project is Piper Doogie McCance. He was a finalist in this year's BBC Radio Scotland Young Traditional Musician of the Year Awards and has gathered a whole host of great musicians together for his debut recording. He has also gone down the crowdfunding route and you can support him. He's on Kickstarter and has already made his goal, which is great news, but I'm sure he'd appreciate just a little bit more support. Kickstarter's web addresses aren't quite so friendly for reading out. Uh, So have a look on Doogie's site for more information, www.doogietheviper.com. He's a great musician with an awful lot to offer but up until now he's been mainly known for playing with the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So here's a track on which he's featured on from their most recent album Octane and Rip the Calico. tune Rip the Calico from the Red Hot Chili Pipers Time's up now on this bumper planet pipe and we'll play out with a set from an old flatmate of mine Gary Innes. He is firstly an accordion player though that's just one of his many talents and he's just released his first album since 2005 it's called Era. Its title comes from where he is in his life having given up a number of his passions to make room for the next era of his life Gladly, that next era does still include music, so here's a track in which I can hear features both Scottish and Irish pipes. A lovely tune and a lovely title and a great way to play out. I'm Norm McDougall, this has been Planet Pipe for March 2017. Here's Gary Ennis with May Life Always Be Peachy.